Hey guys, and welcome to the 11th episode, finally, of the Outspoken 30s. I am Natalie, your host. Sorry it's been such a while. It's been a bit of a hectic few months. I am aiming to try and get a little bit more consistent with these podcasts. So today I have a guest, which is my friend Jess. She actually originally inspired me to do this podcast. She has been threatening to do one for ages and hasn't. <laughs> so um, I am going to let Jess introduce herself and tell you more about herself and then we will get talking we are both graphic designers so today's subject is going to be about design self-employment and just life in general so I'll hand you over to Jess she can tell you a little bit more about her not too much of a life story because we've not got all year but (laughs) go ahead Jess (laughs) yeah so as Nat said um, I am a graphic designer I've kind of worked in agencies and also took to freelancing as well really um Nat and I met uh god it's probably about 10 years ago now isn't it we met at Um, the chill factor the chill factor um, both snowboarding and yeah I think at the time I was actually studying doing my um graphic design degree bumped into Nat got chatting about snowboarding also she said she was a graphic designer so I think just we just clicked and then we've kind of been friends ever since well, really I've, I've, I've never got rid of you since well basically. no no you've, she's, been, uh, you've been latching onto me for years completely. I can't get rid of you even more so now <laughs> that I live joking. no offense live with my parents I'm sometimes I need a bit of a breather so I come and just hang out on that sofa quite yeah. often so no that her parents probably won't be listening to this unless yeah. she shares it and they somehow figure it out like mine did to be fair so yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I have to keep mine quite PG. Not that I'm X-rated, but you know, <laughs> in case. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you've been. How long have you been designing for now? Oh kind of God! Track. Like, ugh, I mean, where where do you want to go from, really? Because I mean, since that first place you... that had the weird name that I can never pronounce. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, so that M&M? was um, no. it. Ma- Mako Media. So they were. Um... Oh, for the Masachi one. What was that one? Oh, that one. Okay, so well, that's we're not going too far back then. So that was. Is that not your first proper job? That was, yeah, I guess so. So that was like first agency job. But I started designing like I did. Um, you know, when I was at uni and stuff, I would do a bunch of like, um, freelance projects and. Intern, like kind of internships, I guess. Yeah, or unofficial yeah. internships. Basically, free work. Well, yeah. For, or minimum yeah, payment. Minimum wage. Um, yeah. And then, yes, yeah, so my first official job out of uni was I actually worked at a farm shop, um, quite a popular farm shop in Cheshire, um, just doing some like social media posts. Essentially, I've always done kind of digital marketing and that kind of thing. So that's what I was. That's what I was doing. But kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, like start thinking more long term and I had been in London for about two months doing an internship prior to that through when I was actually doing my degree um like towards the end of my degree I remember degree. that you went down yeah. to London didn't you I worked at um I went to I worked at Vogue House um so I was working with them for a couple of months and kind of got a taste for it so when I moved back home after being in London um yeah kind of ran off straight back to London really you, you left me yeah. I did I, I literally you. that was like the the time when I'd just see you once a year oh, literally yeah <laughs> we'd so. go out on the piss like, oh, <laughs> I remember that one <laughs> that one night out which was just oh it was messy in London it? yeah that, oh it was yeah. that me- is that when you had short hair as well that was when I had short hair yeah that I was a, where did we we went round the posh was it I don't even know Chelsea. London that Chelsea I yeah. used to live in when I first moved to London I lived in Imperial Wharf and is that posh or is that rough? Well, it's no, it's well. I, I mean, don't know. London. I guess it's 
posh, I guess. But it's like it's really close to Chelsea, and so it. I guess, but um, you really, fit right in with the Chelsea crew in your yeah. posh accent. I would stand out <laughs> like a sore thumb. I've really not got a posh accent, but like debatable. Well, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, just one. just kind of being like down there and in that environment, like absolutely loved it. And that area of London Southwest is amazing. I always loved Chelsea or Fulham, so yeah. But obviously, I was there for eight years. Now I'm back. Did you? Back so you was you went agency and then because oh, obviously I've I've been freelance ever since. Mm-hmm. we've known each other yeah and then obviously you were agency and then went freelance while she was in london yeah so i was agency for like three years and then i i basically just couldn't do it anymore <laughs> i i was i was a bit burnt out at that time but i was obviously quite young as well so i just thought like if i don't do this now i probably won't do it so and one of my one of my close friends that i met in london she kind of did freelance as well not design but she still was like a freelancer and um and kind of running her own business and she was like I think you should do it and I kind of just took the plunge because she had all these um tips and tricks of how to actually you know get work yeah like get work but also kind of like um you know um I guess help pay for yourself like manage yourself and stuff and um at the time yeah I was on like decent money from for my age at the time as well um but you know savings and stuff in London you can imagine it's not going to be like a whole bunch but I had kind of enough of an emergency fund to get me by um but then she was talking about um actually if there's any freelancers or anyone listening um a really good way to start is if you need like financing there's uh startup loans so that's how i started which i didn't know about and it's a kind of low interest you get a business mentor um you got that long ago because that yeah it was was like really long time it feels i'm I'm sorry but covid just makes everything feel like ages ago because it was like such a long period of like nothingness that that it just it does i say ages Mm -hmm. ago sorry it feels like it was five minutes ago it doesn't feel like it was Mm -hmm. that long ago but it actually was it was yeah because it was Let's think. It was like I was. In I remember London. you saying you were getting that loan. And yeah, trying to do I was it in like nine. I've got it's got to be nine years no. when I was in London. Uh, yeah, probably about nine. Since you've been freelance. Oh no, not since I've been freelance. Since I was in London. So you're still talking it about six years ago, probably. Oh, where's probably six five years or six gone? years ago? But um, yeah, I took out a loan, like not not massive, massive amount, but it's a personal loan. So it's basically just to kind of sustain you as a person. You know, your rent, whatever it is. Um, while you're earning and luckily um very luckily um i managed to get uh, like a contract straight off the bat really who was your first client though it was mind was it mind because again that doesn't feel like you've been doing work for them for that long but i did i worked for them pretty much for like a three-year period over the course of my freelance career and i've done work for them since but not as much i used to kind of work for them relatively consistently at the odd project and stuff but but how did you get was that through juno uh yes it was actually you know juno you know, you know that's juno. a really good platform for like i feel like it is good but then it's like it has its moments it has its ups it's and downs. definitely gone down i, I think it was say. great when you first went on it yeah because it was new but now yeah. it's like i've been on it i mean i don't really need to go on it but there's never any briefs on it i just think i've never think it's, I've every, never it's like every mom for themselves and it's yeah. like you've really got to fight to get work you almost like... undercut yourself and yeah. and let's face it like we've all done that but i do think like and we'll obviously probably go on to discuss, but the, how many opportunities like I've had, you know, obviously during my freelance career, it's been amazing. And, 
you know, I've, I don't think I had really undercut myself too much. I think I've, you know, as, at the time and my experience, I think I've actually made a pretty decent... To be fair, I think you you inspired me because <laughs> I'd been doing it longer and I was like, mm-hmm. this chick is flipping down in London <laughs> and charging like stupid, yeah, stupid money for day rate that I wouldn't even mm-hmm. dream of, even though in theory I've got more experience, but I haven't got the balls to charge that much because I feel bad. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm one of those people that even though I've studied, I pay for Adobe, which is just annoying. You do kind of have this vibe of even now, you're like, oh, but I feel bad, so... I know, I, I do, I genuinely yeah. feel like <laughs> I'm ripping people off, even though it's not... Mm. Like, I can get a job done in half an hour, and I'll feel bad if I charge too much. It depends if it is, obviously. Big corporate companies, it's different. Mm-hmm. But, like, for like small businesses, you want to help people, and I've always yeah. wanted to help people, but that's why I find it hard to make a lot of money in this field, because... I feel really bad charging but actually if you've got the experience and you're good at your job Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the hardest things as being a freelancer is like valuing yourself and I think even now like with my friend Beck she's just got a job somewhere and she was like I feel feel like she's like a senior designer but you know when you've been doing something so like you forget the level that you're at and you feel like shit can I be on 40 grand a year like yeah of course you can you've got so much experience but you've yeah. always kind of charged the right amount you've I think you've yeah. always known your value it's like the rate like typically when I was in London the rate was just the rate um so I just went with what everyone else was with charging. what everyone else was charging because it was so competitive and it still is but um yeah I think the difference is as well like uh, that you just mentioned as well like you're working with like small smaller businesses brands like smaller brands when I was in London, I was working with like a lot of corporate big, big ones, big brands, and like agencies and startups. So that's why it's more. Um, I think it's probably more typical that they know that they're going to be charged more. Yeah, and their pool of freelancers. Yeah, because because you know sometimes you're working project by project, but then other days they want you by days. So it's just kind of like a standard thing, I think, in London particularly and and you know if anyone's listening correct me if i'm wrong but that you do charge day rates because i think even still now like there's some jobs and i'm like if i do day if i do projects Mm -hmm. it's like it's gonna or if i do per hour let's Mm -hmm. say per hour is like the hardest thing but it's like well or if i do like a set price to say i've done some label design recently and then it's done but then actually they end up making loads of amends then it becomes like well i might as well just do a day rate i might as well just do what but then also you've got that annoying thing of like if i do a day rate i'm basically potentially losing money because i'm charging i could get so much done in a day that they're actually getting better value than me charging per project so i think it's hard to because I always want what's best for the customer as well Mm -hmm. but also I graft my ass off I've been grafting for years like I should be at this point now where Mm -hmm. if I charge that much it's not it's not a problem but then Mm -hmm. obviously I'm still trying to make it affordable for the customer I think it's like when I say day rate I mean it's like say for some places it is really standard um for for bigger companies it makes it easier for them it's easier exactly but also I think like you know the nature of the how much they're trying to get out and obviously like my kind of background is like the digital marketing content that kind of side but the amount of stuff you're trying to get out you need to throw out at the like it's kind of like you're throwing so much stuff at the wall they kind of need you for that time maybe over even a couple of days 
but like one-off projects you know tends to kind of lend itself to when people like hyper organized you'd be quite surprised at how unorganized some you know places are so they can't like day rates just kind of help manage help them manage i suppose it's what their expectations are for what you can do so like say for example one of my clients they give me like i've done day day weight for them before and the work's been easy like really easy and then i've been given 50 social media pro like Mm -hmm. images to create in in it and i can do it yeah but it's a lot of work. I would prefer 30, and I still think that is bargain for the money. But they've like they've almost bled me dry mm-hmm. because I think they know that I can work quickly, which is kind of like that. It, yeah. oh, like even now, still, like I think if you if you if you do if someone says right, can you do this? Right, I'm doing it now, and then you send it to them in half an hour, mm-hmm. they would instantly think they've just charged me 50 yeah. quid and it's only took them half an hour. And it's like, well, no, it's not about the half an hour it's took me. It's about the 12, 13 years mm. of experience exactly. plus everything else, like the cost of the computers and keeping up to date. It's like people, honestly, and it's like when you've got websites like People Per Hour and Fiverr, yeah. it annoys me because people like devalue like our skill and it's like it's not and you've got Canva people can go on and do their own thing and oh I've got so much to say (laughs) (laughs) but like and I I physically have tried to use Canva and I just think and this feels longer than just doing it in a program that I can basically do all the shortcuts in without thinking about it but I just I find it's frustrating like I don't overthink these things because I never really I've never had that, oh, I've got so many competitors in my mind. Like, I've been very fortunate. I've got a consistent flow of Mm -hmm. clients and I don't actually have to advertise. And I said to you, if I advertised, I'd probably be too busy and it would stress me out. And work-life balance, obviously, pun, balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm all about, actually, I want to have a life. I don't just want to work all the frigging time. But, yeah, go on. What is it you were going to say about (laughs) Canva? Oh, no, it was just, like, when you mentioned it. It's kind of like a love-hate relationship right I think it's good for certain things uh, yeah for like people who are getting started in business and you know um want to create a generic logo yeah and like templating and posting on social and like doing those kind of things like it's great it's a great tool isn't it and it's cheap and I think for the do you know know what I think it is like one thing that I find that I've not got that much interest in doing is creating social media images for people because like, if you want a consistent, like, unless I had a contract with someone to do it consistently and they had a specific layout on brand and whatever, like, just doing, like, six images for someone to get started with, those six images will look great and then they'll go off and try and do it themselves yeah. and they'll just make it look shit. So it's yeah. like, what is the point? I mean, creating, like, a little template to put quotes in and then maybe they can go into Canva and do it, but it never quite looks as good and no one ever really wants to pay for social media images because, let's be honest, return on investment, it's... Yeah, there is a bunch. It's kind of like I do. I do get it. Like when you're trying to start a business and like you know, say if you do just want to do some posts and stuff. Like I do get using it for that reason. But yeah, selling like Canva templates and things like that. There's obviously a lot of like question marks around it. Whether how I guess like how legal it is as well. There's a lot of like things going on with you know whether you can like sell. You know, like people sell on Etsy. Is yeah, because a lot of people like sell pre-made logos on like Etsy or like templates on Etsy that they've made in Canva but then there's kind of some kind of legal Oh is there? I don't I don't really I don't know the ins and outs of it but something about 
the like copyright that you know so instead so, of people actually creating their own thing they're right reusing stuff off camera yeah so you'll pick a canva template maybe edit it a little bit and then resell it as a you know a designed template like that you've i suppose though so, but is that similar to like obviously we can use adobe stock we can use mm -hmm. shutterstock like obviously sometimes i i will openly admit i cannot draw for shit but i can lay things out really well yeah. and if you give me two things that look good together i can make them make i can make a good logo and it might be that i take one little thing that's from adobe stock and then turn it into this ad font make it its own like i'll never just completely rip off something off adobe yeah. and then call it my own design because that is pretty bad but yeah. also as this as the saying goes why reinvent the wheel it depends what it's for not for logos but for certain things like yeah, you don't want to it's what you want from it i guess like, and if you've got low-paying clients you don't want to yeah. put too much work into it I and, and the thing is like with canva like with logos and stuff when it comes to that like i get why some people it's like if you're i don't know say for example you're starting an etsy shop you just want a quick logo you want to start creating stuff, get it out there. You're just trying to make a little. Bit I suppose of money it depends on the what the shop is. Like you don't yeah, really need to like, go to that. Like unless you're having like little printed cards and slips to go out, then you obviously want a fairly decent something or other. But yeah, you don't you're want not going to go to a designer and pay a hundred quid for something that might just be a, you know, like a, just a little side hustle. Like because it kind of defeats the object. There's always a thing like with, in putting money into a business, like don't put any money into a business and unless it's made money essentially so mm. but I don't, I don't know everyone always says it but then you, you've got to spend you've got to you have money. to spend yeah a little bit a little bit but then it's kind of like something like if you can go on canva and create a logo for free yeah and do that while you build a business when you started making more money that's when to invest in maybe getting a bespoke logo which i think is fair I mean, I get well, that to a degree. So it's got a purpose. It's definitely got a purpose. With, like, I suppose it's what I did with the handstand movement is that I originally, obviously, I could design everything myself, so mm -hmm. I saved a fortune, but I still had to pay for a website and all that if I wanted to go mm -hmm. at that to that point. So I originally did the challenge. I basically created funds from nothing yeah. and created material. Worked a lot for free, technically, so it's my time. Mm -hmm. And and then created money and then obviously it's then been self-sufficient ever since albeit it's not making fortunes but it's turning money over and i'm constantly reinvesting to make things better and that kind of thing but it's it's a cash 22 in it like you've got, you don't want to you don't, don't want to put too much into something like, but then you don't want to put nothing into it like yeah. i think it's that time like i think that's what one thing we don't appreciate enough is like uh, the value of our time, time yeah. so it's not even a value of like our skill mm -hmm. it's a value of time like how long something takes and how long like we've got to do this this and this and like it took me years to be able to know how long it's going to take me to do something i don't know about you mm -hmm. there's some days when i just cannot design oh yeah designer's block is like real oh 100%. literally i'm like if i've had no caffeine <laughs> there's not there's no designing going down literally i'm literally like nah it's not happening i can't think what i'm doing today i need caffeine and then it just sends my brain into like right creative but then also you've got when people are mithering you left right and center like it's so hard like i've worked so many late nights to get shit done because i'm getting pecked my head's getting pecked all We're through the day on all the time like it's well. never it's i think being self-employed like it's not for everyone like do you yeah. feel like the self-employed life is for you or you were because obviously we can move on it you went and then got a job and now yeah. you've done both and obviously you've gone back to yeah. kind of a little bit of both <laughs> like I okay so this is the thing with me I 
have I'm I'm a Pisces, so naturally love a star sign. Yeah, love star sign. So that like I just I have this thing and in my head where I've got all these like you know me all these ideas yeah, running do. around all the time. I want to be a entrepreneur. I want to be a coach. I want to like have a another business. I want to be like a Instagram like nutrition. Like and then you want to have like five million kids as yeah, well. Yeah, then I want to have like ten dogs and like a million kids. And like I want to be everything. I, everything. I want to do everything all the time. And it's exhausting. I think, we, I think we can blame social media for yeah, that. Yeah, we can absolutely. Because I'm like, oh my God, wouldn't it be really fun to just make recipes all day? And, be, and it's like, well, no, because how am I actually going to make money off that? I need to actually have a job that I can bring money in. That's kind of core what I need to do. So I need to stop myself having all these ideas. But... It's it's just how I am. I, I always think there's going to be something else that I can do. And I've definitely got like an entrepreneurial mindset. That's okay. evident. I've, I've always had it. Whether Does money can... motivate you more than anything? Not money. I think like at, at the end of the day, I just want to be happy with what I'm doing. Um, so you're more, so passion overtakes money. I would say so, yeah. and I think, and but the thing is, the problem is that clouds my judgment though sometimes because I'm I'm such a dreamer in the way I am. <laughs> like, I am. I'm. You all talk unless do. I'll give you that. I, I am. I absolutely am because I I'm like oh my god I can do this and then I'm so excited about it for like twenty four hours and then <laughs> the next amazing like crazy idea will come up and I'm like oh my god this again so nothing actually sticks and it's and it's so frustrating and I know I need to work and I'm getting I'm getting better you're getting I'm just better you about, are trying I'm just like... about starting to learn that you know it's kind of like you know uh, comfort is the enemy of growth and all that kind of thing so I know I need to kind of put myself out there a bit but I also need to stay in that box like I'm definitely more passion orientated but the same time like when I say about money I'm not when I say that I'm not talking about being a millionaire or anything like that, it's not, that's not the drive. It's more... Be comfortable. Become, I just have a comfortable life and make consistent income. That's literally all I want. Yeah. I'm not saying I have to turn around thousands and thousands every month. Well, I mean, a couple of thousands is kind of what you need these days to have a mortgage. Just I mean, you know. anyone um, who survives on, like, a grand a yeah, month is, like... It's impossible. Like off to you. You like, cannot, unless you yeah. live at home and your parents are paying for yeah. everything... Like you need at least two grand a month in this oh, minimum, world. Oh, yeah, like, and they. And I'm ridiculous. so lucky. I live with I live with my parents currently. I moved back from London back home because after COVID, I was just like, yeah, this is too expensive now. Like, and you know, I think some people kind of are like, oh, you live with your parents and stuff, but literally who doesn't these days do you know oh i, mean? I know like, i mean to be fair i lived with my mum till i was 30 and yeah. then obviously she was moving out and i was like right it's time for me to it's... take be an adult and yeah. i mean i'm not gonna lie being an adult sucks it, it really fucking sucks it's because hard. everything's expensive <laughs> i have to pay yeah. for all these bills i have to do all my washing i mean obviously it's standard but yeah. like i literally went to my wash back yesterday and i was like how is the one person created this much washing. It's insane. Like, adulting is mm -hmm. like, I just... I, and when you're a kid, you want to be an adult. Like, you want to be an adult so much. You want to grow up and I, you want to be... I love that. Like, the whole... And again, this is kind of this or the role that I've got in another alternative life, you know, that I create <laughs> for myself. I'm, I'm such a, like, mumsy, like, homemaker type person. I could absolutely, like, stay at home all day and, like, bake and do the washing up and the iron it. Like just listen to a podcast like you know do all that kind of mumsy stuff that mums do and you know what 
I love mums. But mums how many mums, like, let's be honest, how many mums are just doing that anymore unless you're loaded? Well, this is the problem. Or you're and living this, on benefits, this, which, I mean, well, nothing against benefits, is, but this, there is... It's the, This is the problem because we can't, like, how many single family, um, single family, what am I on about? Single Parents. income? Single income. Single income households are there now. Like, you can't... You can't sustain it. You can't sustain, really, on a single income household. So no one ever gets good. to really be a mum for that long. Yeah. Like, you've got to be the mum. You've got to be the person who brings the money in. You've got to be... You've got to I be mean, both now, I, I think. I, to I, have a good... To have, like, a, a decent life and just to afford, I think, the basic amenities that you and your family needs. I mean, luckily for us, we don't have any dependents, you know, really. Um, when you say de- when it when it says dependence, like it like ridiculous. children or is that what know, that, that is that what that means? Yeah, I always yeah. wonder so, what that means. Like you know, I would I would consider that like children or someone to look after. Like I'm not paying for my parents. Like my parents ah. can sustain themselves. Like I'm not paying for a partner. Like that's a proper blonde that, question. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but it's that kind of thing. Like luckily, we do have to just look after ourselves. So any money just that about we do that. We will. It's like the, but that's it. it. That's it, isn't it? Because uh, can you imagine? now like imagine our parents like my mum had me and my sister when she was a lot younger but my she didn't like work at the time like when she when we were like kids like toddlers and stuff like my dad kind of did but how many people could actually do that anymore like I'm gonna say probably not many um and pay a mortgage and pay well, all this is it like pay for children and stuff so I think it's there's three years between me and you right mm-hmm. isn't there Roughly, so obviously yeah. like a lot of people at our age have got more like Mm-hmm. have got mortgages and married like especially a lot of my mates mm-hmm. unless the ones that are going divorced they're getting married <laughs> they're married and they've got kids and they've got all this depend like all these little like responsibilities and I am the just living life yeah. you know just doing me but it's expensive and I honestly right now like I kind of not not don't regret but like not having a mortgage means that I'm obviously paying an astronomical amount yeah. to like to rent but then actually now, it's even now, like, if you wanted to get a mortgage, you're paying just as much as rent. And obviously, in theory, you're owning the house, it's different. But with, like, with a mortgage comes a lot more responsibility yeah. than just renting. It's like with a mortgage, though, as well, because, yeah, I know, like, quite a lot of people who have obviously got mortgages now and... Like, even, like, years ago, it's obviously cheaper up north. I don't know many people who have managed to buy in London, you know, um, but... Now, you know, you're looking at, what, say minimum, probably 30, 40 grand. Deposit. Deposit. Like, if not, if not, if not I, more. I would say, well, if not more. Because you get two, it's like a you know, as two a to three hundred grand. If you don't like want to be a... paying a stupid amount every month, I'd probably say you need a bit more of a deposit, right? Yeah. Because then, because now you've got things like electric and heating and water and things like that that are going up so you don't want to be paying out basically all of your income that you're earning every single month so you want more of a deposit who's got time to save for that deposit like who can actually afford to save for those deposits and being freelance is even like even harder like for me at the moment like I've always been a bit I've always been that person that's never really looked at how much I'm earning Mm -hmm. I've just kind of gone through life and just 
floated through and it's only like as you know more recently that I've tried to get my life in a little bit of order <laughs> because I'm You're just doing good though. yeah I've done my like my weekly earning what job I've done and like I now know what I've earned in a month which mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you before and I feel like mentally that's massively helped me that's but then it also depresses me because I know how much I've earned and I know how much I've got going out so it's like I've been very ignorant to it up until now which is why I've probably got you know the debt that I've got but I don't think there's many people who now, like, you've got to be in a fortunate position to not have debt, at, like, even at my age or in just in this day and age. Like, mm -hmm. you've either got a mortgage or you've tried to just afford, like, COVID, like, literally ruined it for everyone. Like, the amount of debt that people have got from COVID. And it's, like, it's managing it. And, like, as we were saying before, like, with credit cards and stuff, like, people, you're not taught, like, how to manage. I mean, I don't know if they do it in school now, but, like, financial, so. just a class like that just explains people to pe to kids how to manage money and how to not just be that dickhead that gets a credit card and thinks they're loaded and thinks it's free money because trust me it ain't free money and you know people go oh, I'll just put on my credit card I think as well um obviously you just mentioned we were talking about it earlier right off mm. the podcast why don't you go into a little bit about what we were saying I can't even remember now. Well, basically, we were just... <laughs> I was we, in the coffee zone. Well, I'll, I'll go for it. We were basically just saying, um, I'd found this YouTuber that I'd started watching. Yeah, that was it. Um, and I was like, when I... Like, not in a negative way at all, but when I was watching it, I was thinking of Nat, because obviously we've talked, like, extensively yeah. about, like, you know, situation and stuff. We're very different... Mindsets of, when it comes to money, I think. Yeah, And to a not, degree. You know, it's kind of like, I, I guess I would probably say I'm... More responsible. <sighs> yes, you are. Yeah, you are I, more responsible with I money. But I have more anxiety about money. Which yeah, I'm a little bit more like, either. just whatever. But but then I think there the needs to be a balance between those two, right? Um, a, a balance between me and you, perfect human. I'm yeah, joking. but that's the... No, but the, the thing is, it's like, you know, you don't want anxiety that you've you know you've got it and you're constantly worrying about it because i feel like it's almost like the more you have the more you worry about it sometimes like I oh mean, that's did you mean that's what with the conversation we was having about yeah, the fact that money then, can ruin yeah and then you were saying you took it the first credit card you took out was so i could afford my so car insurance and then from there it's, it's just just spiraled and more recently it's just to pay tax bills because i'm not being funny like i took the money I mean, I was like, I'm going to screw the government and take all the money from COVID that I can. That kicked me right in the ass when I got a tax bill for earning more money than... I mean, I earned it to a degree because they've given it me, but then I ended up having a massive tax bill. That I was like, fuck, this country is just ridiculous. Like, how am I supposed to pay this? So then I'm getting myself... And I'm, I've never been good at saving, like, I'll openly honest. Like, I'm, I, You, like, live for the future and I live for the present. And I just can't plan that far in advance because to yeah. me, I could get run over tomorrow and at least I know, you know, I'm happy and mm -hmm. I'm living my life. Obviously, like, as I was saying before, money can literally, like, I've had this discussion with someone else today, it can ruin people. Like, it can literally, you've got no money, you're in debt and it can depress you to a level where yeah. you don't want to go out, you don't want to do things because you can't afford it, where actually, if you think about all the free things that you can do in life, there's more to life than just having money. But then there's the extreme of having so much money that you almost don't appreciate yeah. the money that's, that you're spending. So people are like, oh, I've just, I've got this new car. And it's just like, well, it is just a fancy like car. people who have 20 like, cars on the drive. Yeah, like, oh, well, it's mental, just, oh, it's yeah. just a Bentley. It's just, yeah. you know, like, it's nothing. And it's like, it's, 
it kind of just people. I don't think people who get to that level know that that's what they're doing. Like they don't necessarily like even if they've grafted for it, they don't necessarily. I don't know. I just I kind of always want to be that somewhere in between. Like I've got no. I mean, if I ever made loads of money, great. But I don't necessarily want to have. I don't want to do like, especially with like the handstand movement. I don't plan to be like a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was to happen, I mean, that'd be amazing from teaching handstands. But I mean, surely that would be one for Forbes, making money from teaching people handstands. Um, <laughs> but it's not. It's not my end goal. My end goal is to like just empower people and in what's the word? Inspire, inspire people to get upside down and just enjoy life. That's kind of. And if I make and I want to make money along the way, and obviously doing graphic design as well. But I just think money can just honestly ruin people. Yeah. I mean, sorry, we totally got off on a tangent. I know, I just got... When I I talk about that, I get so, like, passionate about it because, to me, there's so many people in jobs that they hate and they're just doing it because they need the money. And it's it's sad because, actually, it's really hard to get a job now. Like, my mum really struggled to get a job and then she got one at M&S. And albeit it's it's an all right job, but she doesn't love it, but she can't get a job doing what she you know what she really wants to do like that middle ground obviously because you've got to take age into consideration but then like I can't (laughs) I've not applied for a job for years I mean I could probably get a design job if I wanted to go and get a full-time job I could probably do it it'd still be nerve-wracking though like my best mate Beck she she honestly she applied for two jobs and got offered them both that's all that was I was like well I mean that shows how good you are but at the same time like that's amazing but not everyone if you've got no skills or no, not skills, but you know what I mean? Everyone has got basic skills, but like a designer or mm. anything like that. I think it's hard. like cause... And do you know what I think as well? Like I'm kind of similar. I can't remember the last time I had an interview. Like... Yeah, but what about for the little tap? Oh, yeah, but that's like, that's not a design job though. No, it's, it's not like... a design job, but it's a job. But it's still, it's, a it's, job. Like, it's an informal chat though. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like... So the little tap is a little pub, isn't it? Or a little... Uh, yeah it's what we call it a cafe um bar bar, bar. Cafe bar um and yeah like but in terms of like design stuff like i can't remember the last time i had like an interview for like full time like what about for with job. you didn't have an interview really i literally had again i had an informal chat i someone i sent my i sent my um like proposal in to you know juno they were on there. was that through with you that initially, yeah, ah. I had a chat with someone um, for literally 10 minutes and then they were like, oh yeah, cool, whatever, like we'll send you some stuff. And this was years ago, years and years ago. And um, then they came back and they were just like, oh look, we've actually decided to hire someone full time, so we're not, not going to need you. I was like, cool, yeah. Did cool. you ever do any freelance work for them? No, no. So I went on to like my next project and then I think it was about a year later, maybe a bit longer, um, probably a bit longer. And um, yeah, I had a chat with the um, head of marketing and yeah, we just, we literally, I remember getting off the phone and speaking to my dad and I said to my dad, I was like, I think I might have just got off the job. Cause Without was, trying. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't, well, yeah, it was kind of, it's just surreal because you obviously think it like, it's so flattering that someone's like, I really like your work. Like I like yeah. what you do. And yeah, I just got, like, I guess I just got it through that. So I've never had... Uh, never have um not had an interview that yes. kind of sit down you know send me a portfolio do a project all that kind of stuff for so long and that's kind of what I love about freelancing is you don't that have to do that you don't have to it's like here's my portfolio here I am 
if you don't like work, it yeah do, do i want you to do this this is an employer i want you to do this you get it done you crack on you get your money you go it's not and that's what i kind of like about it you're not and I don't want this to sound like in a bad way at all that you don't care about the, you know, what it is, like the product is or the business or what. It's not about that. It's more of like, I like the simplicity of the freelancing because you you are hired and you are there to turn up and do your job and you do it. You don't ask, like, you don't really have a lot of questions to answer. You don't ask a lot of questions. You just, you know, get the, whether it's a brand, whatever, you get your stuff that you need all the assets you need you create what you need to create and you get your job done and you're done with it but i think like it's i, I don't know it's just the simplicity of it that it's like i can just get my get my stuff done and yeah go almost and, and just not have but to like worry i say not in, not in a bad way because i've the companies i've worked for i've absolutely loved it and i've yeah. loved the people i've worked for and i've really felt part of the team but i think like the just the nature of what i'm talking about is like the nature of graphic design is that you just sometimes have to move on. You do your job and then you just move on. That's just what happens. Yeah. Um. You can't get too swept up in the, like, of it being too personal almost. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. You I've, know, I've had clients that when I first started, God, 13 years ago, it makes me feel old as fuck. Um, well, it's about 12 and a half years. Um, I had a client that, so when I first started freelance, I remember it was like, it was so hard. And I think I've mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts. I, you have no money, you're trying to get work. And I yeah. did have Boost Juice bars at the time and I grafted my ass doing stuff for them. And then I wanted to get a raise. I remember when I told them I wanted more money and they were like, no. I'm like, they were like, just charge more hours. And I'm like, but to me, that doesn't make more sense. Like you basically don't want to, you don't you don't think that I'm worth so I was charging fifteen pound an hour, which imagine charging Ooh. that now. Like and I wanted to charge twenty five pound an hour because I'm now trying to survive. I'm not doing this on the side of another job, I'm trying to survive. And I remember just being like, Well, I can't do your work anymore. And <laughs> oh my god. I ended up having like I ended up crying and I have no idea. I remember being in my brother's office, I was on the phone, I was like fully upset because I felt like I was letting someone down, but then I was almost like losing like because you're just like because we got so close and i've done a lot of work for them yeah. and just to get free boosts and stuff like you kind of you know oh it's weird like you do end up growing with them and then it's like especially when you see when you see a grand bro but then a bro, bro you see a brand grow you kind of get sort of what's the word um i can't think my brain isn't working today but you, you feel connected to them in some way. Yeah. And so then you have to separate and then you're like, you're friends with people from the brand and yeah, stuff. And then you kind of feel like you've lost, it's like almost like breaking up from a relationship. Yeah, because it's it's the same thing though. It's like I the clients I've worked with, I was with like some of them for like two, you know, pretty much two years. I, I had two big clients, but like, um, you know, consistently through my freelancing. I'd obviously had other projects as well, but those two consistently. And it did feel like I was part of the team and yeah when that ends it is it is really sad because it is kind of like you've left a job um but then I'm also incredibly grateful the fact that I've worked with so many amazing brands um in that in such a short space of time and I've made an impact with my work in such a short space of time on those people um have you had any brands that I've like because I've had this where you do work for them but then it just fades out but they don't necessarily say we're going to stop using you they just kind of stop using you. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, I've had a few that have done that to me. Like, at one point, I was on a website as part of the design team, and, like, I felt like part of the company. I was in photo shoots and everything. Even though I only did freelance, I used to go to, like, where they were. And then all of a sudden, it's like... You're nothing, and it's but like again. That's kind of just the nature. Yeah, but of not. It yeah, but it's like. But when you. Team. You're but you're not. But when team. I was literally, yeah. I was the designer of this particular company. Yeah. So I was made to feel like part of it, and then it's just like, well, they've got a new designer. We're not going to yeah. tell you about it, and. That's... But that that is just how it is. It's like it's like you're not you're not an employee. You. I know, and it's like it's kind same. of disconnect from that, but it's hard. Yeah, like, it is hard. But when you feel like you've helped a company and like oh, you've absolutely. put, you've invested so much time yeah. and effort, I think people just don't appreciate this. Like that, that, it's more to it than just design. Like you really like putting like a lot of effort into it and mm-hmm. thinking about things and trying to be creative. Being creative is ex- fucking exhausting. But I think at that point, like if it was a brand, like there's there's definitely a brand I can think in mind that I. I loved everything about it because it was something that I was really, really interested in. But I think it's just sometimes you just have to move on. Yeah. Like, and it, you know, sometimes the brand wants to move on and find someone else who yeah. might have more, you know, uh, newer ideas. They might be able to take it. So, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, I took this particular brand to where it was when I left, yeah. which was. I think, you know, in a really Good. strong place. And I'm so, so happy that I had that opportunity because I loved my team and I loved working with them. It was just hard. You know, at the time, I just felt like I had to move on to a new challenge. And to be completely honest, I think that they probably were better off moving to a, a new person as well to do that job because you can take it to a certain point, right? And then yeah. after that, it's, you know, and not in all cases, you know, um, but I do think, you know, when it's a very early business and you're, you know, you almost need fresh people coming in each time to get into a new place. I know, we can't all, especially now, like, it's hard, like, everyone wants everything and it's like, I'm a designer, but, I mean, you you do more than me. Like, I am basically, I'm a designer, but you come up with words, you can design, you can do a lot more than me. <laughs> Apart from hand, you cannot do handstands also, I've got that on you. Hey, um, I'm going to hire you now, that's your next project. But, like, it, you kind of got to be more, and obviously, as well, with being self-employed, you're not just a designer, you're the accountant, you're the, like, you're managing you wear so your many hats. You wear so yeah. many hats and it's like, I... I have no aspirations to have an agency because for me, oh, I don't want to manage people. Like I, you either want to manage people or you don't, and I do not. And I, I know my friend. Um, in fact, it was you actually who was saying that you was working with someone and they were a designer and they were giving you work, and then they were trying to basically tell you how to design. And that's basically what I feel I would end up doing if yeah. I asked someone to do the design and it wasn't to like, especially like, especially if you someone looks at your work and yeah. that and they create from your brand and they're expecting a certain level, but then even still, it's like, well, it could still be good enough, even yeah. though because you know I mean, it's not not all about your style. I think that's the thing, like especially like my first, like in my first job, like again, absolutely loved my team. But it is that thing, it's like you're going in as like a junior, you've got someone who's kind of overseeing and it kind of does have to 
match what they want like the yeah. heads do and that's the thing because like you it depends you on the said, brand though doesn't it it does depend on the brand and you know and i had so many opportunities in that job to like make some like completely you know uh, from the ground up work and it was you know i was i've learned so much from that job you know um in terms of like layout and different things and i absolutely loved it and in fact that was where i learned my um well i kind of discovered my love for like the digital marketing side um but I do think if I had the same thing, I, you know, I think we're kind of all the same as, I guess, senior designers now, you know. Which feels like, honestly, that's, I guess maybe that's, that's the level. I, I can't remember. I cannot, like, when you start at that level of junior, mm -hmm. like, it's very hard to transition because you think, half, what is it after junior? Midweight. Is that what they call it? Midweight? I think so. I feel yeah. like, that, like that's something that I can see on LinkedIn, but it's like, when can you transition? Like, what point do you go from junior to midway and then midway to senior? It's all over time, isn't it? I think, yeah. I mean, obviously your experience, but also like your skill level, things like that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I know that there is better designers out there than me. I hands down know that. But well, I suppose it depends what it's for, though. Like, I think you're yeah. like really good at what you do, but then you, I think it's really hard to sometimes, like when someone tells you that you're really good, or hard like you had to believe it like a lot of it will always go over my head and someone goes oh, i really really love it like it's great it goes over my head Same. but then when someone's like it's all right i'm not sure i'm like it, what are you talking about what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take you out like so you always like we we, we latch on to the negatives more than yeah. the like the positives and like like i've had a client recently who's like i love it but and i'm like you don't fucking love it then do you <laughs> like don't don't say i love it but then want to change everything about it yeah. like there's so many i love my job but sometimes just people it's so annoy the life though as well isn't it and that's and when people go it'll only take you half an hour excuse me <sighs> it'll, only take you, no, it'll only take you 10 minutes like i'm like oh will it really oh you tell me how long it's gonna take me yeah. okay like because you can do it right and yeah i might be quick but don't tell me like that's i think for me like people just presuming like how long something's going to take you it's probably one of the things that winds me up the most it makes me want to do work for them less and when people chase me for work i'm like if i'd have done it i would have sent it you wouldn't i what's that phrase something about overestimate i can't something remember deliver basically it's about like say like oh it'll take me three days and deliver in two yeah yeah something like that that's kind of always the model that I've gone off. Because yeah, like, oh, yeah, but still people will chase you. They will yeah. live the life yeah. out of you. And you're like, if I'd have done it, I would have sent it. And I've not sent it. So just go away. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then when I get chased, I'm like, I want to do it even less now. It's because I don't know, it's every... a I feel like it's a childish attitude. But well, it's no, just but like, like every, I think appreciate my like, time. When you do project, this is kind of why I do enjoy the contracting side. I don't really do any of it anymore. But like the project by project every single person a uh, client thinks that you only have that client that's where i do find it quite stressful. yeah oh my god i hate that, that so i can't be in. always on if i get a new client i'm just like just so you know you can contact me or or i'm available from this time to this time these days like i'm not going to be responding to anything on the weekends unless absolutely necessary that's like a mistake that i made especially earlier on like i always because i used to work till <laughs> i can't do it now i was working till like 2 a.m i remember those days crazy and then i'd be responding to people and sending it like whereas now because i always used to be really like eager to please like people yeah. pleasing was a massive 
everything and I still want to please people but not at the detriment to my own sleep and health Absolutely. like and I think that only comes with age and time that people will wait like and when people create an urgency out of absolutely fucking nothing it drives me and say well I need this urgency but why do you need it urgently and it's mainly because either one they just want it for the sake of it and think that they've, they've created this urgency in their own head mm-hmm. Or two, they've left it so freaking last minute that now you've got to rush. What's that phrase? It's something about I love your... phrasing. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I love, 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 love a good quote. It was something about like um, your lack of preparation doesn't um, like I? make an emergency on my end, kind of thing. Yeah, like and I was like, oh, it's so true. <laughs> it's so relatable though, but people just yeah. don't like. And I don't like to like hate. I don't hate on my clients or anything like that. It's, I appreciate the work and I always get it done and. Like, obviously, times are hard, so any money is mm-hmm. money. But at the same time, people need to be like, sometimes, and I, I find it hard, I'll be looking at my phone, and I'm just not going to respond to that till tomorrow. Yeah. And I feel bad for doing it, and I've got worse for it, to be fair, because I've got that many messages and stuff coming through, and I am a bit crap at replying, I've turned into you. Um, <laughs> but I feel bad for it. But then I'm like, well, no, because if it's 9 o'clock at night, why should I be responding? Like, yeah. I mean, it depends on the client. I'll do it with certain people, because I like them. But then Watch I saw... what you say. What? <laughs> Watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> but then, <laughs> no, but I like them as in like, they're all right, they sound like I want to, do you know what I mean? But then yeah. some people I'm like, no, you can just wait till tomorrow because you, you're either on another yeah. level. Well, it's like, I remember like working in, with one of my clients and I was like, oh my God, you know, I've not delivered on this thing. Like I've, I'm, you know, I have a designer's block like one day and I'm just like, you know, I'm really struggling with this or like I needed help on something. And then she literally said to me and she was like, we're not saving lives. Like, we're not doctors. It's fine. <laughs> it's a campaign. But we create a stress in our own yeah. head, though, don't we? And and the th- there's another phrase for you. Um, Someone said in another Love job. Love a good quote. They said, um, it's it's PR, not ER. So And I was like, <laughs> I it's so that. true. I was like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like... It- create on The amount of times that I've stressed out because I've not got done stuff done. But then it's really weird, like... I don't know about you, but I work better under pressure. Like, so if I've got like, Becky said the same thing to me. She was like, when someone says I've got this, this, this and done and I've only got so long, I'm like, you work to another level of like speed. That is like an actual like psychological thing though, because if you have like... Too much time. Basically, yeah. If you say, say I give you five minutes to write an email. Yeah you're going to take five minutes. If I give you 20 minutes to write an email, you're going to take 20 minutes. It's like a, it's apparently like a thing. I don't know what it's... But then it's annoying when people go, well, I need this yesterday. And I'm like... That doesn't help. It doesn't help, but I will get it done because it needs to be done. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like my communication has been terrible yeah i like, mean it's just it's, it's, it's just, like, just always generally yeah, just with shit, everyone just fair. literally family friends. i don't like, even take it personally yeah, anymore there's just so much like that i feel like just been happening in my life it's just been a bit mental but i that's one thing like i definitely want to work on for the new year like i've got to actually start thinking about it as you've got a nine to five and whether i do that three days or whatever it is i think I it's hard it. freelance though it's it, it is hard i i, I am not actually like be that you know. I can't, I don't care what you say, I cannot do nine to five. I cannot sit down for three hours. I, I used to love sitting on my ass, and now since I've got into <laughs> fitness, I used to be like, oh, I'll just sit Same here. Same yeah. I get agitated, I can't sit if down. If I've not moved, like, it's like this morning, if I've not got up first thing and gone to the gym, my day is so much different yeah. than it was. It's like, I can, you know, don't get me wrong, I do go to the gym in the evenings as well sometimes if, if my schedule doesn't kind of align, whatever, but... Moat for the most part, I love, love, love getting up, crack it on, 
first thing I do is go, and I know you're a bit different with that. Well, I don't know. I did train earlier today, but not as early because I was knackered because I didn't go to bed till like one o'clock. But it just makes such a difference. Like even just. But you've got to have a nap. If you train early, you have to have an afternoon nap. Well, it depends though because I've not had a nap yet. I've not had a nap today. Have you not had a nap today? I've not had a nap today. You've had three coffees. True. So but, I'm not surprised you've not well, had a nap. Well, that's because I've not had a nap. And if, you, if you'd not been here, you'd have definitely had a nap at home. I probably might have had a nap. <laughs> you'd but, got binky and had a nap. Well, to be fair, though, I do have, technically, I do have a medical condition which makes me fatigue. So I'm just going to say that. But, <laughs> I don't. Well, can I have that medical condition? Uh, <laughs> can I use it as an excuse? Because I but, love um, a good nap. I mean, it is a very good excuse. I'm not going to lie. But um, yeah, have it. Oh, my God, though. Day naps. Oh. They're just sometimes you just need. And I love it what? when you time it right and you mm. wake up and you're like, yes. Yeah. But do you, I've noticed this like yesterday. So Lulu was staying over, and my alarm went off at eight o'clock. I went to bed at twelve because I stayed up a bit later because I was watching frigging Gilmore Girls, which is taking over my life. <laughs> and I woke up at eight. My alarm goes off at eight. So no matter what time I end up getting up, it goes off at eight. And I woke up like. Shit, I can't hear Lulu. She's not up. I'll go and wait. I was like a parent mm-hmm. trying to wake an adult up. I was like, Lulu, it's eight o'clock. She was like, Yeah, I set my alarm for five past. I was like, Sorry. <laughs> I was like, But then I got up and then I had a coffee. And this is my new thing now. Mm-hmm. I'm like a new human. And I was like, right, I'm just going to go back to bed, which sounds ridiculous. I know. But I was like, I'm gonna, I've, I've read a th- not read a thing. I heard someone say, If you have caffeine and then try and like have a bit of a nap and then wake up, you feel better. Oh. But actually, I didn't even end up going, I was so buzzing, but then I had so much energy all day yesterday. I didn't have any naps. Mm-hmm. I only had that one coffee and then um, Mobu energy things that I've had. A bit of casual advertisement. And um, I felt great all day. I didn't have a nap. I didn't eat a nap. But then I think, because I deload last week, that's what's helped. And mm-hmm. I've got more energy now. But I think if I was just sat at a computer for like five, it's six draining. hours, I'm like... Yeah. It's so draining. I it remember draining. I remember the lull when I used to work in Astra, at Astra doing the signage. It gets to like two, three o'clock and you're like It's but after oh. lunch it's like it actually depends what you eat for your lunch as well sometimes. Because I've 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 actually started switching to salads to be fair. I've been having really high protein carb mm. uh breakfasts, like porridge with nice. protein in. And then, because it kind of keeps you going for the rest of it. And then at lunch times, I'm just having like salads with like fake chicken because I'm a veggie and all that. So, and then obviously just like a nicer, more carby protein tea. meal in for tea time. But I did notice it's like if when I was working, do you eat too much dodge in the in the? Yeah, if I eat too much. But then dodge if you don't or, eat enough, then you feel like starving. Yeah, but then you've got to have like you've got to have the good snacks. Like I, snacks. I'm not a massive banana fan. I quite like. The naked bars, you know, oh. the blueberry muffin. They just got just got the right not amount of bit not of sugar. I like them. I like. They're a bit them. weird. They're a bit mush, mush. Mm, I quite like because they're like all natural, aren't they? As well, so I quite like them. <laughs> all natural, but, um, but probably full of shit. Well, like the <laughs> I don't know. It says on the packet. Just because it's, it's great natural. advertising. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a just, very just good got a load of preservatives <laughs> in, so it's well good no for you. Well, apparently, it's all natural. But um, do you know what? I just think I'm trying to change my eating habits so that actually helps with like my work so sitting at a desk can be quite draining okay? yeah. and water i'm so bad for not having oh, water, water makes a massive i yeah. i didn't drink water until i was 25 drink your water guys like when you're it's so designer, much easier in summer though winter's yeah. so hard but if you're at a desk all day when we're designer or not if you're at a desk all day and you're remote which makes it freaking worse because you're at home all day 
drink so much water. And what's that for? And it gets you up. Phrase? And it gets you up to pee all the it time. It does. It's like uh, there was a thing I saw on Instagram was quote saying like if you drink all your water or something, then you've not got time to listen to people's bullshit because you'll always be peeing. And oh, I thought that was very true. I've never so. heard so many quotes in such a I short know, space I of love time. A quote. You I've do got so many for you. You do, have, <laughs> you do have a lot of quotes. It's like an insane amount of quotes. It keeps me going. It keeps me going. Oh God, <laughs> I feel like we've covered like so many different topics. Yeah. I'm like, would you know how long we've been chatting for? Like 55 minutes. That's great. And I feel like the mics are going to die at some point because I've not fully charged them. I think it might be yours that's going soon because it's flashing like yeah. I don't know what. Um, so, um, yeah, it might shut you the fuck up. No, I'm joking. Mm. So we might have to do another one because I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this because we can chat on four days and <laughs> it has been quite interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see what people think about what we've got to say, mm-hmm. um, whether they, we're interesting or not. I don't know, you know, or entertaining, one or the other. I hope so. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you decided to come today and just this was a random decision. Yeah. We only thought about it once we were talking about credit cards earlier. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Oh, you can go home now and hopefully not get stuck in traffic. Yeah. Although you said you was going home at six and it's now half past. So. Is yeah, um, apo- apologies for I've that. I've got a class in the morning, so... Um, good old class, the spin class, or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Anything else that you want to add on the end of this podcast? Nothing, really. Not a, good, was... not a good meme or freaking quote. I, I don't think. have any more quotes. I can't think of any. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. It was just good chatting, and I know like we go off on tangents, but yeah, that's are. just how we are. And, so. and Jess is going to slightly stress out by the fact that this is not getting edited whatsoever, mm-hmm. and it is just going to get posted, and she has no option. Perfectionist. Um, and <laughs> she's a perfectionist, whereas I am, but not. I just get things done. We're going to go with it. We're, We're going to go, go with it, it. and I think she's. You know, the more natural it is, the better. So I hope you enjoyed. I this is this is the start of hopefully planning because I've got more time over Christmas, etc., to do more podcasts. I have got a few more guests in mind so stay tuned bye for now bye